Hey everyone, how's it going? Uh, my name is Oliver. This is a podcast that I'm starting up called No Degree. Um, basically what it is is I'm going to be watching a film with hopefully a bunch of friends. Um, and we're going to be giving our opinions and expectations before we watch the film. And then after the film we're going to give our reactions. Um, it's called No Degree because I don't have a degree in film. I have no formal education. But as a guy who just loves to watch and talk about movies, I thought it would be really cool to get some of it on tape and sort of get it out there for the world. And uh, I'm really excited to get this started and get it going. Um, this is the first episode, so I'm sure it will start out pretty slow. I'm hoping things will pick up. I'm hoping it will be some good conversation, some entertaining banter between me and my friends. Uh, if anyone wants to be a part of this with me, please just hit my line. Uh, you, can, you know how to reach me if you're probably listening to this, so... Just let me know. Um, I hope you guys enjoy the podcast. This is episode one. Thank you so much for listening. I'll see you guys next time. Thank you very much. So what I'm planning on doing is just, I feel weird now that it's recording for real. (laughs) Um, I'm so tickled. My penis is tingling. um, I'm just going to leave it on. Oliver, stop touching my penis. (laughs) (laughs) I'm just going to leave it on and then throughout the movie... And then, like, if there's any, like, good reactions or, like, commentary or anything, I'll just cut out the white space. Okay. I can do just, that. Yeah. Oh. I mean, it's all it's all just going into a waveform right here. That's amazing. So it should be fine. The only thing that we really need to be aware of is, like, um, especially when we're talking about it, like, to not be doing anything like like making any unnecessary noise. Just gonna pick all that shit up. Just gonna pick all of it up. Okay. But um, yeah, this is the first meeting on tape of this lovely group of people. Um, I guess I'll talk about an, an introductory thing for anyone who might listen to this if I actually put it out there. <laughs> <laughs> but um, so I don't have a name for this yet or anything. I don't know if I want to call it a podcast or what, but basically what I want it to be is me and whoever is joining me, fucking alert. What the fuck is that? What the fuck was that? Is it mine? Um, no, it's yours. Anyway, um, basically whatever, what I I want it to be is like, I want to set a time to watch a movie and before we watch that movie, um, we will talk about like if we haven't seen it our expectations if we have seen it what we like about it and what we're excited to see again just basically just i want to have a i want to get these situations recorded and just kind of like um just sort of uh get our reactions to our favorite types of media and what we love about them and what we think about them so um my name's oliver i'm gonna be the one who's sort of taking control of whatever this ends up being, um, if it ends up being anything. Um, tonight, I am joined by... Gabriel Burning, the owner of this establishment. We're at Gabe's house right now. Yeah. And then we got... Colin Cooper, the reason that this podcast might die tonight. <laughs> <laughs> but hey, at least brought the movie. Colin did bring the movie. I brought the movie. And that's the reason why this thing is starting up. So we are thankful for him. We are in his debt. And then last, but certainly not least, we have... Tori Rainey. 
and I'm how Colin got here, so you're welcome. So everyone is playing a very vital part in so what in the end, Tori brought the movie. Tori yes. brought everything. She's the reason I'm here. I wasn't even supposed to be here tonight, and she made me come. So, so we are in Tori's yeah. debt. But you're just glad you're here. I am very glad I'm here, because yeah. I've been wanting to do something like this for so long, and now it's finally happening, and even if it's shitty, like, it's still going to be a lot of fun to make. So, um, anyway, I guess we should just start talking about what we're watching tonight, which is, drumroll please, we are watching Halloween by John Carpenter. From 1978. Yes, the original one, not the new one, because it's not out yet. On tape. On VHS. What Roger Ebert calls an absolutely merciless thriller. I would compare it to Psycho. Psycho, huh? Actually, that's really interesting because um, the name of the doctor in this movie is the name of a character in Alfred Hitchcock's Psycho. No shit. It's a direct reference from um, the movie. I forget. What it's, what's the doctor's name in this? Dr. Dr. Loomis. Dr. Loomis. It's the name of um, one of the... I can't remember the killer's name in Psycho because I haven't seen it in years. Oh, fuck. But, it's, um, uh, Norman, it, it's his... Norman Bates? Yeah, Norman Bates. It's his relative or someone he knows. They, someone in Psycho has the same name as the Doctor in, okay. in this. Um, so that's really cool. There's a lot of references to older horror movies in Halloween. Um, Video another, Movie Guide gave this four and a half stars. Who did? Video Movie Guide, whoever they are. Video Movie Guide, huh? Mm-hmm. Roger Ebert gave it four, but that's out of four. Mm-hmm. I respect Roger. They just wanted to one-up Roger, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> Four and a half. It's like the Lion King. <laughs> <laughs> they decided they didn't want to do a prequel, so they just did a one and a half. <laughs> but, um, yeah. Yeah, so that's a cool thing. Another cool fact is, um, so John Carpenter would go on to direct The Thing in 1982, mm-hmm. but there's actually a scene in this movie where they're watching TV and The Thing from another world from 1958, which is another version of the same story, is on the TV. Oh, that's pretty cool. So that. that's another. I, I did a little bit of research. Smart. Today. I should have done some of that. Um, <laughs> just for a couple. <laughs> just just for a couple like just tidbits of information because I have not seen this movie in one sitting. Um, I have only seen it in parts and not a lot of parts of that. I've probably only seen the main scenes of this movie. So I'm excited to um, sort of watch it from beginning to end because um, I've always considered it one of John Carpenter's weaker movies, um, but I actually ha- don't have the I don't have anything to back that up with. I understand that it's not his debut film, but did I get that right? Debut? Yeah, debut. I'm about to say it's not his debut film. It's his second film. His first film was a film called Dark Star. I'm pretty sure he was... Are you sure this is his second film? I'm no, in between that, positive. he directed uh, Assault on Precinct 13. That's right. Assault on Precinct 13 was right. the one before this one. I'm not qualified to be here. I'm going to leave. <laughs> Don't leave, Colin. <laughs> but um, this is what really blew him up. Yeah, this is like his... Uh, what's it called? It's not, not magnum opus, but like his claim to fame. Mm-hmm. Yeah. For sure. Like Break everyone out. knows about this movie. So there's like, what, like eight of them? Yeah. There's ten, I think. Ten? Well, they stop numbering. So, them so eventually, five. they're gonna have Halloween H two O. Like, yeah, Halloween H two O. It's Dude. Halloween one and a half, and it's in the Lion King Halloween universe. Halloween H two O is actually good. 
That's really? what I heard. Isn't Jamie Lee Curtis actually in that one again? Yeah. She's going to be in the new one, and I hope the new one has John Carpenter's The Thing in it. Like, that'd be awesome. Yeah, that'd be crazy. <laughs> like, it just keeps building. And then eventually in the future, when Halloween one and a half, the prequel comes out, like, how, like Lion King, who knows what will be in that. When does the new movie come out? I believe... It comes out next week. Next week. Actually, it comes out October 13th, so I think two weeks, yeah. We should all go see it. Yeah, if you look in the schedule... I have like a movie for that day, but then I also put a comment saying, "This is when it premieres." So yeah, we, we should all go that. see that. On bring the mic to the theater. Bring it to the theater. <laughs> yeah. No, we can still do it before I. Fuck you! We're having a podcast. Yeah. <laughs> um, I didn't have a bucket of popcorn. So, uh, Colin, I know you love this movie. Well, I haven't seen it. You haven't seen it? No. I thought yeah. you have. John mm. Carpenter's your favorite director, at least. He is my favorite. Yeah. Oh, I thought you had seen this. Mm-mm. Yeah, have you seen it? Mm-hmm. So what's, like, what do you love about this movie? What do you not like about this movie? Like, what is your, what's well, the reason to watch, I guess? Hmm. I don't know. Like, it's hard for me to say this. I'm fairly new to this genre. I'm, you know, was always, like, opposed to horror. Like, ah, it's too scary. But I've been kind of sneaking in, like, you know, in high school I watched Jaws, and then I kind of built up, like, the films, like, Alien, The Thing like that but this I would say is like my first like actual like slasher film I guess so I guess it's interesting to start with since apparently it did kind of start a trend um cons uh I think I would have the usual cons of some of the acting isn't that great and some of it is a little dated but um what I do like is I did a little research on the film and it came out like it was filmed during the spring but it really does like they did pull off the fall feel yeah and i think last time i watched it was just kind of in the summer but now like you know like since fall's kind of settling in right now and it's like a little cloudier and that sort of thing i'm kind of kind of feeling the mood because like john carver does a good job of like yeah putting the mood around his concepts like, well that's the thing about john is that like We'll call him John. John. Like, John, like I know him. Yeah. <laughs> the thing. John's a but, uh, but um, he is so good at establishing atmosphere. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, all of his movies feel so grounded and believable in their concepts. Even just, like, the outlandish ones, like um, Escape from New York. Where Escape from L.A. And Escape from L.A. LA. Oh, man. Um, it's something else. But uh, that's the good thing about John Carpenter is that he knows how to do that really well. And also... With no budget. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> His total budget for Halloween was $38.67. And he also produced it in less than three weeks, I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure it's it less than like 300000 But still. That's like, nothing. Once this, once, this oh song, like, once this was successful, that's how, like, he had had the idea for Escape for New York, from New York, in his head for a while. But this is the reason he could afford that, because Halloween was so successful that he made so much money, he was able to afford to make Escape from New York. Yeah. It's actually, so, um, he wanted to get, um, Peter Cushing and, um, Christopher Lee to play, um, I don't know if it was Michael Myers, but he wanted to get them in the movie, and they declined because he couldn't pay them anything. I think they wanted to <laughs> yeah. So, like, um, it could have been, like, two of the classic stars in there, but... That's interesting. They decided not to. I wonder how he even got a hold of them, considering no one knew who he was before this film. Yeah, I don't know. And Jamie Lee Curtis, this was her debut film, right? Mm-hmm. No one knew who that was. Yeah. 
Now she does yogurt commercials. Yeah. Well, she did do yogurt commercials. Activia. Activia. Um, yeah. So, I'm looking forward to watching this. Um, at least to verify or completely destroy my previous opinions. Mm-hmm. Um, I understand that the mask in this movie is actually a, a mask of William Shatner. Yes. Correct? It's a mask of Captain Kirk. Yeah. <laughs> so, it's just a Captain Kirk mask that's stretched really far. I'm excited to see this film again for the atmosphere, just since fall's kind of settling in, and we're watching on VHS, so it's just going to have that old-timey <laughs> yeah. gloom to it, almost. Corey, what are you, uh, are you looking forward to anything in particular? You've been I don't kind know of quiet. anything about the movie. Well, what do you want to get out of it, I guess is a good question. To not fall asleep. <laughs> to not fall asleep. <laughs> I don't think that would be your problem. I'm wondering who he comes back to kill. I understand he kills his sister in like, the first act, but... Just spoiler alert, dude. Come on. That's like the, on the back of the fucking box. Come on. Look, I'm gonna I read the back read of the box. box and you read it, and then I can <laughs> On a black and unholy Halloween night years ago, little Michael Myers brutally slaughtered his sister in cold blood. Alright, so it was on the back of the box. But for the last 15 years, town residents have rested easy knowing that he was safely locked away in a mental hospital until tonight. Tonight, Michael returns to the same quiet neighborhood to relive his grisly murder again and again and again. For this is the night of evil. Tonight is Halloween. Pretty pretty grisly description there. Is that Halloween with an exclamation mark? Yep. Nice. Halloween! I also want to say I absolutely love the, like, art. awesome. The cover for this movie is just fantastic. Give me a million years, we'd never come up with that. So good. I want to know who made this. It harkens back to our teachings of deconstructivism. Yeah. Postmodern. Yeah, we're architecture students, by the way. So yeah. None of us are qualified to be here. Except for Tori, who's way cooler than us. Yeah, well, I want to know why he killed his sister. Is there well, I guess it's that we're not She was a fucking mental bitch. thing. That's um, probably what it was. I don't know. Maybe she was really Probably cool. nailed it. Have you seen, have any of you guys seen the Rob Zombie uh, remake of this film? No, I, I, no. It's always shot upon. Not bad. It's just really good. I do love a lot of things Rob Zombie does, so. House of a Thousand Corpses? Maybe I'll give it a, maybe I'll give it a chance. I don't have it, but we can find it. Get it. Um, so yeah, uh, I don't know how this is going or what, but, um, if you guys think it's alright to pop the tape in and get it going. Just popped in and just let's press play. Alright, so, um, we're gonna... Why are the lights on? Let's get the lights off. Come on. Let's get the fucking lights out of here. Shoot them out. And then, um... <laughs> shot the lights out. And then Gage said, Let there be darkness. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so, um... Are you gonna eat we'll... any more pizza? Pardon? Are you gonna eat any more pizza? Um... I think just one or two pieces left, I'm not sure. There's two pieces left. You want one? I would love one. Oh, wait, I haven't gotten a piece yet. What? Can you save one for me? Sure. I can chip in money if I need to. <laughs> Don't worry about it. Um, but uh, whoever's yeah. listening to this right now, we're going to meet back up with you uh, after we're done with the movie and give our reactions and feedback. So uh, we'll see you. <laughs> Thank you.
back, baby. Mm, yeah. Chris What'd you guys sick. think? I think Gabe made a new enemy. What do you mean? The guy trying to... Oh, she just jumped on the floor. Yeah, on. <laughs> the guy was, was that... banging on the, ce- on the ceiling. Oh, that was not you? No! <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was you trying to freak us out. No. Time out. You think someone upstairs was like, hey... Right down down there? I think it was from downstairs. Yeah, it was from downstairs. It was definitely from downstairs. <laughs> <laughs> it happened two or three times. Shit. It happened twice. I thought it was you both times. No, no, never me. I was so confused. The second time it happened was, I'm pretty sure his mask fell off, right? Yeah. In the end? I was looking at the floor, wondering if someone's gonna come up and beat our ass. So I, <laughs> when I looked back, I saw him putting it back on. I'm like, "Fuck, I missed his face." That was kind of crazy. It's definitely not my favorite John Carpenter movie. That's mm-hmm. for Same. sure. I still like the thing. But I realized, like at the end, like I always have trouble, like not looking at my phone. But I looked at my phone like one time during that. Hey. I was like pretty entranced the whole time. For that, I give it major respect. It's fascinating to see how much of this movie has influenced horror movies that followed it. No, for, for sure. For instance, the scene where she's um, sitting in class and then looks out the window. No, I'm sorry. That scene where she's sitting in class, looks out the window and sees him standing there. Mm-hmm. It follows, has almost the exact same scene where yep. she's sitting in class and sees the grandma outside. Yep. Ah know exactly what scene you're talking about mm-hmm. that's also a great movie mm-hmm. oh my god maybe so i'll have to do it. maybe i'll have to do that movie for one of these things i don't know it's after 2000 well it, it wouldn't is, be part of the it club though it's exceptional yeah. it'd just be uh, outside viewing but um i guess we should exempt that rule then um i think this movie is what established like the the point of view shot like, not many movies had done that Yeah, this, this precedes uh, Friday the 13th. Yeah. Oh. I think, that's, I think that's one of the reasons, aside from the soundtrack, that this movie was so enthralling to so many people. It's because mm-hmm. of the point of view shot. Yeah. What was also interesting about that, like, especially at the beginning, is I never considered this because I had always kind of known, like, it's in the trailer and, like, that sort of thing, if you've seen the trailer. But um, somebody who said they saw it for the first time thought it was really cool how it was like a point of view shot and so you thought like oh it's just it's adult Michael Myers the whole time they were surprised to see oh it's actually kid Michael Myers yeah yeah I didn't even know that was part of the movie like yeah. him as a kid that was cool I like that shocking. at the beginning I yeah mean, that was really yeah. unprecedented to have the, the murder actually be a six year old kid yeah I thought and it was cool. His mask off mm-hmm. and just stand there holding the blood dripping knife. Yep. Yeah. That was a cool shot. Mm-hmm. Where they took his mask off. I thought it was really cool how he. I didn't know that he doesn't say anything throughout the whole movie. Yeah, not a single mm-hmm. word. He doesn't say it. He just breathes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I thought that was kind of cool. That was definitely creepy. I think what was nice about his character is he always like. You can tell like, you know, you could really tell like he was kind of kept in an asylum after he was you know arrested as a child because he kind of had that like you know even like just by breathing you could tell like he almost had like he was almost suspended in his like childhood 
like suspended in like a state of evil. Yeah, I will say like have some sexual yeah. frustrations. Mm-hmm. Probably. I will say I don't know. Like, I wouldn't say it's negative, but I will say <laughs> I didn't really find the film incredibly suspenseful or scary. I yeah. think it was like effective. Like I think like everything was in place. We gotta think about like when it came out. Like the yeah. came out in nineteen seventy eight. Like now right. we know all the cues. Yeah. You know, right. We know when the music comes on. Mm-hmm. Oh my god, someone's about to get stabbed. Or someone pulls the boobs out. Eh, probably not long for the film, right? Right. But I will say, I don't know, one of my favorite things like I don't know why I thought of this during the movie, but like you brought up the point of view shot thing and Earlier in the movie, I was thinking, like, back then, they didn't have all these, like, found footage films. But this was, like, if you kind of look at it through the lens of, oh, this is an independent film. Like, I feel like that's almost, like, the second closest thing. You can get to, like, the found footage of, like, oh, like, you could say people are, like, doing this, like, not necessarily, like, one of those home videos, but just, like, it kind of made it feel like, you know... It was almost happenstance, like, oh, mm-hmm. it's this independent film, and, like, these crazy things are happening. Yeah. That's a cool way to put it. Mm-hmm. It is amazing how he makes something out of nothing. Oh, definitely. What I was surprised about, and kind of disappointed by, is the lack of gore. Yeah. But I guess, in hindsight, I mean, if it's truly a shoestring budget, there's no, there isn't a budget for special effects. Right. And we so get plenty of, of John Carpenter gore later. Yeah. <laughs> he more than made up for that with the thing. Mm-hmm. What do you think, Tori? Clearly, I need to watch the thing. This is not at all what I expected. I don't know what, what do you I was mean? expecting. What do you mean? What were you expecting? Gory, more suspenseful. Like, subtly so. I have to concur. Like, I liked it. I'm glad I watched it. It makes me want to watch, like, the thing. It's interesting. The thing it is will one of be the, interesting to see where, like... The thing's in my top five. That's a really? fucking yeah. movie. The thing is amazing. Mm-hmm. I found it. <laughs> I, so I went on a quest to find it on Blu-ray without getting it online. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. I finally found it at Half Price Books. And I'm so scared to watch it because I'm afraid that it's like the prequel. Which is just a big <laughs> pile of smelly garbage. The mm. digital one. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, I'm just, like, letting it sit. <laughs> I know it's the right one because I double-checked the case and the disc. Like, double-checked, double-checked it. But, uh, I'm st- I still have that fear that it's gonna be the prequel. <laughs> but, yeah, you need you definitely need to see that. It's amazing. Tori and I have been looking at that for over a year. Because yeah. um, we also set out on a quest to find it by physical means and yeah. not use the internet. And it took a year to find it. Finally, at the half price books. Yeah. I paid like ten bucks for it, but I know it's. I paid fifteen. It's crazy. Yeah. Well, but yours is Blu-ray, right? Yeah. So that's really not bad. Yeah. One of the grossest movies you ever seen. Uh, is that a David Cronenberg mashup? What? No, I don't think so. No. I thought that too, and I looked what, it up. I didn't see really? anything. That's some serious. The thing, because it has some serious body gore. That's yeah. John Carpenter, though. Well, he's asking no, if David Cronenberg like assisted in its production or anything which I don't think he did no I don't think he did but yeah it, it looks like a Cronenberg movie yeah. but it's not but um going back to Halloween um I think it's I can definitely see why it's such a classic mm-hmm. 
like think I, I kept on trying to think of it like as a, if I, I tried on trying to think of it as I was watch like I was watching it in the seventies, mm-hmm. and like if that movie if I were to see have seen that movie before I'd seen like many other horror movies I would probably be pretty scared. Like I can definitely see why everyone thinks it's like the benchmark when it comes mm-hmm. to like thriller scary movies. Right. Certainly is the granddaddy of them all. Yeah. People always equate Psycho to being more of a suspense film than a horror film. Yeah. And people always equate this to Psycho, but I would still say it's every bit of a horror film as it is suspense. I think it's 40 years later, I think it's better at being a horror movie than it is a suspense Mm -hmm. movie just because we know all the signs. Yeah. I mean, there are equations and formulas that you know when someone's going to die in a horror movie. Yeah. But, um, all the more reason to love it, I suppose, is, you know, this is the benchmark for all of that. What I will say, like, I was thinking this, the same thought in a way. What I was thinking is, like, for this, like, you can't argue that it isn't all a horror film, really, because, like you said, all the tropes are there. But, um, I think, and I understandably so, in many cases, horror films get a bad rap as just being, like, exploitational garbage. And so when you get, like, a really good horror film that comes along, like, Jaws or Alien or, like, Silence of the Lambs, like, people are always saying, like, oh, like, Jaws is more of an action movie or Alien is more of a sci-fi movie or Silence of the Lambs is more of, like, a crime thriller. And while that's true, it's, like, people are always trying to argue, like, oh, this isn't a horror film because if it was a horror film, it'd be garbage. In this case... You can't really argue that it's not a horror film, but you can't argue, you can't, like, I'm sure people don't like it, but you can't really say, like, oh, this is a bad movie, because I think the camera work in this movie is fantastic. Pretty innovative. Yeah, for sure. How big do you think the camera was? They had, like, a rig that was made specifically for some of the shots in this movie. Wow. I don't know which ones exactly it was, but um, it was some of the uh, like floating. I don't know if it was a POV shot or not, but some of the floating shots where it would like move in really slowly. They had rigs built specifically for them. Really, which is even crazier considering, again, how small the budget was. Right, the shots are really good. I think that's what it definitely helps make the movie. I mean, mm-hmm. when you're not going to use any gore at all, you need. You I mean you have to come correct with your framing. No, yeah, right. for sure. You could definitely there cuts too. You could definitely tell there was skill and like passion put into it. Like, even if it didn't like deliver on some of the fronts, like just right. in terms of effects, you can tell like it's a well-made movie. I guess is what yeah. I'm trying to say. I'm gonna go further out on a limb here and say that it follows is probably the most modern equivalent of this movie that we have. You think so? Yes, I do. Both movies feature sort of an unstoppable force that only walks. He never runs once in this movie. Even when he's going down the stairs, he's like, you know, come on. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'll get you. I'll get you. I'm gonna get you. Both feature an unstoppable force that only walks. A lot of the murders are, well, and it follows, it's always centered around, you know, sex. Hmm. There's just a lot of parallels to be made. With That's interesting. I didn't, I didn't think about that. That's cool. It Follows is fucking fantastic. I love that I movie. I still need to see that movie. That's a film that people always 
Also, it's It so Follows good, has an amazing soundtrack, just yeah. like Halloween. <laughs> yeah. Like, I can listen to just the soundtrack to that movie and get scared. Mm-hmm. Like, it's crazy. I don't know, but this film, I think we like, need to watch the first five minutes of that. <laughs> so we can get Gabe interested in seeing this. The opening scene to It Follows is one of the coolest things I've ever seen know. in my life. Like, the first three minutes. I'm not going to say anything about it, because you wow. have to, like, watch the whole movie to understand the significance. But Well, if I can pull it up on Netflix right now, mm-hmm. you can... It's on, reaction. it's on Netflix. Well, you have to watch the whole movie to understand why the beginning is so good, is the thing. But we can okay. rope men with that first scene. I would say just watch it on your own okay. time. Yeah, I'll watch it on my own time, and I'll tell you guys what I think. It's it's awesome, man, like, for real. But back to the camera work, I think the opposite of the point of view shot, like, there were some shots that were really far away, mm-hmm. and I thought those were, like, almost in a way, like, just as effective, because it made, like, you know, it made the focus, which was, you know, Laurie Strode, Jamie Lee Curtis, like, seem, like, even smaller, but also, like, you get this huge shot of everything around her, and you could think, Michael Myers could be there, 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 and, like, there were times I was almost, like, looking as if he was, like, an Easter egg, mm-hmm. like, a lot of times he is, yeah, like, is, is he just gonna be, like, standing in the background, like, is she gonna just walk past him, and, Another like, follows comparison, yeah, like, is he just gonna walk, like, she's just gonna walk right past him he's gonna be standing there just like staring blankly like he does that that voyeur you know what's also really amazing is the uh the classic over the shoulder shot in the first and second act it's always it's it's still the over the shoulder shot but it's always from like right here up top of his shoulder yeah. you never see his neck or above Mm-hmm. Totally concealing his identity. And the, I yeah. think the only time you see his face is at the beginning when he gets caught, at the end. Yep. And he supposedly dies, and then, you know. I mean, that kind of makes sense because, like, I guess the more that's revealed about him, the more vulnerable he is. Because, like, you don't see his face until, like, right before he's shot. Right. So I feel like that, like, the more he's exposed, the more vulnerable he is. Makes kind sense. Of like in, with Jaws, they took the approach of, le- you know, less is more in the sense of, you know, we don't show the shark as much and it makes it even scarier mm-hmm. because the fear of the unknown. And so yeah, I think right. you get that in this movie where it's like, you just see, you just see glimpses of him and then like, the more you see him, the more vulnerable he is, the more, the more prevalent he is. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that is cool. He kind of, like, eases into, like, being the, like, at the forefront of the movie, I guess. Right. And nothing, it's it's a slow burn, for sure. Yeah. Oh, I mean, definitely. I don't think anyone is even killed until the final act. Well, aside even, from the... Even when that one girl is stripped down in the kitchen, yeah. Mm-hmm. <coughs> you know, we right. thought, okay, surely, you know, he's going to punch through the window and, like, cut her head off. <laughs> that was one thing I thought was hilarious was... When he was chasing, um, what's Jamie Lee Curtis' character's name? Uh, Laurie Strode. Laurie. He just punches through a fucking door. <laughs> like, That's awesome. He just punches through a door. I just like, holy shit, this guy is ripped. <laughs> and then he stabs him. He, he holds the guy up with, the, with one <laughs> knife against the wall. Like, Michael Myers must be jacked, man. I don't know what he was doing in that mental institution, but like... <laughs> yeah, probably. He was practicing. 
you get two, <laughs> two, uh, you get two, hit two birds with one stone there. You, rel- you, you relieve your sexual frustration and you practice your knife thrust. <laughs> For anyone listening, we're, we're talking about masturbation. I made a motion with my hand. Um, but yeah, like you must be ripped. Um, what were you saying before that? I think I cut you off. Oh, it's it's a slow burn. It's almost like if you think about it, it's like a parabolic curve, and then it slowly starts to build, and then finally, it's a pretty climatic final act, and that he just kills everyone and sets them up as props in a house. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But before that, the whole movie is him stalking and always, you know, being behind some. There's a lot of people do their laundry outside in this town. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Even though they have yeah. washers and dryers. I mean, that's, like, you see stuff, I'm, like, think, I just keep on thinking of references that horror movies that come, come out in the last five or ten years have made to this. Like, I just realized, like, The Conjuring has a scene just like this, where, like, they're, have you guys seen The Conjuring? I know, I know. So there's a scene in that movie where they're doing laundry and hanging up, um, like, sheets outside on the clothesline. And in this movie, Michael Myers is sort of just standing in between them. But in The Conjuring, a sheet flies off. And you can see it, like, you can't see a body there, but it, like, hits a humanoid figure. And it's, like, really similar to, like, how how um, the demon is introduced to this family that's living in this house. Oh, my God. Because yeah. right after that, you can see it, like, possesses one of the ladies, or one or the mom that lives in the house. I heard that film is amazing. Um, yeah. It's okay. (laughs) It's definitely good for like a modern horror movie. But um, it's just jump scares. That's all it is. But um, I mean it scared the shit out of me when I watched it. But it's okay. I'm not a huge fan of horror movies to begin with. Unless they're done really well. Um, But The Conjuring, it's it's good. I would recommend it. Um, But anyway, um, yeah it's crazy. Like I just keep on thinking of references that this film has every single bit of this film has been referenced in somehow some yeah. way there's always a nod to this mm-hmm. I'm interested to watch um, Nightmare on Elm Street because I haven't seen any of those me either I got that one too um, should we put that on the schedule yeah I we, should, we should I mean it's should on be suggestions on but I don't think it's on the schedule like I put everything <laughs> I had it over a hundred movies. I'm pretty sure. Yeah. Yeah, that'd be cool to watch. When did that movie come out? Like the first one? Eighty four, I'm pretty sure. Eighty four. So Halloween was in seventy eight. Friday the thirteenth came out eighty one and then yeah. eighty four was So it's like the tri- both, that's that's like the three the, like the classic. Three. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. Freddy Krueger, um, Jason Voorhees and Michael Myers. Yeah. And Child's Play came out in the eighties. Child's Play? I want to say that came out Chucky. in the early 90s. Oh, Chucky. Mm-mm. I haven't seen it, but... I will. Re- I refuse to watch Chucky. Dude, come on. The original trilogy is some of my favorite movies. Ever. Are they actually good? All I know is, like, wasn't there, like, a reboot in, like, 2005 or something? You, don't, you do not And it just looked those. terrible. Mm-hmm. Those are more, like, horror comedies. So is, kind of is, is the Chucky from Rugrats? No. Like, based off of the doll? Mm-hmm. Because they have the same, like, hair. They look the same, and it's kind of uncanny. I don't, I don't oh know why they would choose to do that. But. I don't know either. I've just always thought that. 
I thought it was like referencing the movies you're thinking. Of. That that's like those are the Chucky movies, but the original three are called Child's Play. Oh, okay, and they're really good. That's the they movie that well. that's the movie that led to the whole like look under the bed type mm-hmm. shot, isn't the, it? The uh, inanimate object horror yeah franchise. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, That'd be cool to watch. What? Good. And then uh, like Nightmare <laughs> on Elm Street sort of set up the whole like reality dream sequence type mm. deal I think you're afraid to go to sleep yeah sort of that type of cliche like sleep with one eye open I haven't seen them so I don't know if that's accurate mm. but um I think that's what they did and then Friday the 13th as far as I know is just kind of a slasher yeah I haven't seen it you know I, but I understand that it's almost entirely if not the whole thing is POV and it's it's not the Kelly you think it is in this, in this film yeah Hmm. I heard oh, it's I a pretty fun horror movie though. Like it's yeah. something you play at parties. Yeah, it's a, it, it seems to be a pretty it's a sexual romp through the woods. <laughs> <laughs> when I was in like middle school, we would always like fight over who was the best. Like, no, dude, Freddy Krueger's gonna beat Jason Voorhees' ass. Like, <laughs> no chance. And then they'd be like, no, Michael Myers has got it every day. I forget who I was. Who do you think it'd be? I don't know. Well, didn't they make Freddy vs. Jason? Mm-hmm. They did. Yeah, I mean, they just need to add... I forgot that existed. Michael versus <laughs> Michael versus Freddy versus Jason versus The Thing. Versus In a fighting the game Demogorgon for PS4. Versus... <laughs> Tori, we need to watch Bruce, this Bruce, the shark from Jaws. Yeah, I can't watch this. You can't watch The Thing and be eating at the same time. I was eating I the next know. day I'm and my stomach it. hurt. Yeah. It's bad. Remember how I got sick watching Daybreakers while eating pizza? See, but that wasn't a bad movie. I don't know why you got sick watching that. Because it's an extremely gory movie. I'm not saying I was eating during it too, though. People get ripped apart in that movie. There's like a blood orgy. <laughs> you seen Daybreakers? No. Willem Dafoe's in it. But he's really... Willem Dafoe. Really fucking creepy. So, I watched The Thing for the first time, and there's a scene where they're like trying to defibrillate this guy, like bring him back to life mm. and he puts the defibrillator suit he's like clear and the defibrillators crash through his chest his chest opens up and then his chest like his whole abdomen grows teeth and chomps down on the guy's arms like and like breaks his arms Dude, off you spoiled like one of the best scenes for Tori I don't think you can spoil that scene like, you can't you really spoil it, it. you have to see it but not but, expecting it is better but like I was just like I don't know when to expect it like I had so, I watched this like you know, at 10 o'clock one night, went to bed, whatever. Next day, at dinner, I'm just eating, I'm, eat, I'm eating a Coney dog, and I'm just like, <laughs> I'm just Imagine like eating it. it, and all of a sudden, like, my mind just goes to that scene, I'm just like, I'm not hungry anymore. <laughs> <laughs> like, next day, I'm just like, Ugh. and this, I think, yeah. The sound in that movie, too. Oh my god. John Carpenter's so good with music and it's crazy and in this movie Halloween he wrote the soundtrack in three days I'm pretty sure it's a real life equivalent of gay burning <laughs> <laughs> I'm not gonna lie I'm gonna I'll say like I can tell like to an extent like it's pretty much like it's not as much like musical as it is like making it's more of an alarm than like a musical well, yeah. score he made but I, identi- think, I think it's effective he made yeah. like an identifiable it's iconic theme mm-hmm. And like, Beyond. as you said, an alarm. Right. Mm-hmm. Like even the 
Da da da. Yeah. Like it's the same thing as Jaws. Like That's Jaws right. is two notes. Right. Dun, 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 dun. Like you. Know, but when you hear that, what do you think of every time? Jaws. Right. Like even if it's not even the soundtrack, you could play those two notes. Mm-hmm. And you think of a shark that's about to eat your head off. Baby shark. Do, 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 do. <laughs> Sorry, I had to. I yeah. Um, I think it's effective. I'm pretty sure. No, this is this is a fact. John Carpenter did the soundtrack for the new mm-hmm. movie. Oh really? Yeah, like the one that's coming out. Was he like a producer on it? He produced it and he did the soundtrack. That's good. See, yeah. I I like that because yeah. Um, Especially, like, with the new Blade Runner serving as an example, which is probably my second or third favorite movie. <laughs> Blade Runner 2049. Yeah. Um, Ridley Scott, he directed the original, but he was just a producer on the new one. Mm-hmm. So that gives me hope for the new Halloween, that it'll actually be good. Good, yeah. I'm so fucking excited. I think another benefit of this movie was, like, with a lot of John Carpenter movies, is John Carpenter was just ha- so hands-on. Like he, like he did the, he directed it. He did the music. He like gave the actors like he was really hands-on with the actors, like giving them like advice. So I think like his movies are really cohesive. You know, like some of the some of the complaints about modern movies is you can tell like there were too many cooks in the kitchen. Mm-hmm. And like, oh, it was like Suicide Squad. Well, it's because <laughs> yeah, nowadays like, movies are being directed by studios rather than people. Right, but what I'm saying is, like, you get, like, so many different tones, you get so many, like, you know, incoherent aspects yeah. to films. This is, like, you know, you can tell, like, it was just, you know, one vision. Yeah, exactly. J.J. Abrams is a really bad robot. What? J.J. Abrams Studio, bad robot. Oh. I feel like I'm the only one in the world who just doesn't really care for J.J. Abrams. He has good, he, he's good effects-wise, but other than that... I never really like Neil Blomkamp. Don't really like Neil Blomkamp either. His Neil, movies Neil just make his movies just make me feel like I'm sweating. <laughs> Even because all of his movies are like desert themed. It's all mm. South African shit. He's from yeah. South Africa. Yeah. So it's like they're not bad. Like I'm not saying they're bad movies, but just the aesthetic of them just doesn't click with me. I guess. Hmm. <laughs> but um. Some Chappie. I haven't, that's like one of the ones I haven't seen. I do love District Nine. I think District Nine is awesome. Um, but I don't want to. I don't want to keep going down the rabbit hole of movies and directors. I want to try and keep it on the same topic. Uh, do you guys have anything else to say about it? We've been recording for almost half an hour. Oh my! Like just yeah. in the second half, so we'll be close oh. to an hour probably. Okay. Um. I hope the audio is okay. I'm gonna be really upset if like it just sucks. Even if it's like, if well, it's tolerable, like if it sucks, it's going we can up. fill the next one with burps and, and farts and shit. Yeah. And gunshots. Yeah. <laughs> I still need a, I still need a name for this thing. I was thinking of doing Shoot, like shooting shit. I was, th- excuse me. I was thinking of calling it like, I don't have a film degree, <laughs> because I like don't have any formal education in film. I just I'm just a guy that likes movies. Sure. Yeah. And I just want to talk about them. I think that might be a, a, a kind of cool like name. It. Like I don't have a film degree. <laughs> um, or like no film degree. Something like. Yeah. That. Yeah. yeah. Then like I'll get someone on that has a film degree and I'll be like bowing down to them, just mm-hmm. like teach me, like Doctor Strange. Roger. And then. Herbert. 
I will say, like, as far as last thoughts on this movie goes, I wish I saw it earlier. Like, earlier in my life. Yeah, for sure. Of, like, you know, after it's... Like, this would have been, like, a good, more of, like, an intro horror film, I guess. Oh, Just for sure, yeah. Of, like, it's the intro horror. Mon- yeah. Modern like, horror. I would have... I would love this movie if I saw it when I was a kid. Like, I, I can See. tell you that right now. Like, if I saw this when I was younger, I would be... I would be telling everyone about it all the time. I'd be terrified. Right. Like, now it's just like, oh, it's... Especially since the one guy is like, oh, let's take off Lindsay's clothes. Like, <laughs> she's definitely, like, six. Yeah. I want one to my clothes, just saying. I want to hope that he just misread his line. Mm. Yeah. And meant, like, Annie or something. I, like, audibly said, what the fuck? <laughs> yeah. After, after he said that. Oh my gosh. Well, he got stabbed through the gut six six inches off the floor, so. I guess he. Yeah. Karma. Right, coming to him. Quick pro quo. I really, I really like the shot when uh, he opened the door and just had the sheet on him. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And the girl was just talking to him, like, come on, answer me, baby. And then, he, and then he just kept on breathing. I would, like, shit my. If, if one person. Or, like, if I asked one question and they didn't respond and just stood there, I'd be like, get the fuck away from me. I'm already looking for a gun. Yeah. <laughs> there were, like, several times where I just would have jumped out the window. Like, <laughs> closest window. That's, like, gone. it's weird because that's, like, proper protocol if there's, like, a fire. Mm-hmm. Like, you're supposed to jump out your window right. if there's nowhere else to go. So why wouldn't you do that if, like, a murderer is chasing you around your house? I mean, I would definitely <laughs> yeah, yeah. go hide in a closet mm-hmm. and, you know... Stab, stab the fire with a wire hanger? Yeah. Okay. Totally. That was one of the things that bothered me about this movie is that, like, she knew that Michael was in the house, but she just, like, sits on the couch in the middle of the room. Like, at least go in the corner where you can, like, see wherever he could possibly True. be or something. Like so she sits in the middle of the room. And also, like, he just misses when he tries to stab her. He just straight up misses. Maybe you really hated that couch. He must have sucked a wiffle ball, man. Because he just can't hit anything. Yeah. I'm surprised how good he wasn't driving. Oh, yeah. I know. I think it would be really cool, like, in addition to the movie, if it showed, like, the car got really beat up or something, like him trying to get back to the town. Yeah. Like, he yeah. barely made it back. Like, <laughs> like he, he pulls up, like, True. the car, like, doesn't work. He literally, like, coasts <laughs> into, like, the city the city limits. <laughs> and then He's just a little parody. <laughs> He just oh, coasts yeah. into the city limits, and then it's just like he gets he out does. and just starts walking away. I think that like it's funny, but like I think that'd be kind of cool. <laughs> the car mm-hmm. just falls off the wheels. No, the yeah. first moment when he steals the car, he just like drives it into a tree. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it, could, it could be like that scene from Wolf of Wall Street. Have you guys seen that? Uh-uh. No. Um, there's a scene in that where Leonardo or Jordan Belfort's character, Jordan Belfort's character, gets like really like high, and he has to like drive home, and he gets home and he's like, somehow, somehow, I made it home without getting any dents or scratches on the car. And then, like, it flashes back to him, like, driving, like, <laughs> and he's, like, running into everything and, like, destroying his car. <laughs> oh, my God. Great. I think the, what's interesting about this, this movie compared to the later adaptations of it is this, um, this depicts a scenario where a 
seemingly perfectly normal kid in a perfectly normal household just happens to snap and become this, you know, murderous killer. Mm-hmm. In the Rob Zombie ones, uh, a big difference, there's a huge difference in atmosphere in that the kid is in a broken home. Like, mom's a stripper. His sister just, like, fucks anything that walks in the house. Yeah. And, like, dad's gone. And dad's deadbeat or whatever. And he's definitely, he comes from this broken, this broken home where this is just like a, this this is like, you know, the white picket fence, perfect neighborhood, mm-hmm. you know, perfect family. So, mm. I think that's why it was scary to a lot of people is it seems so unsuspecting, right. but yet so easily believable that it could happen. So pragmatic. Yeah. Yeah. Watch it. It's a good movie. Whoever's listening. No, yeah. that's what I heard from the pros about it. Was like, <laughs> it actually, like, it took a different approach. As opposed to, like, oh, let's make this, you know, scene for scene remake. Yeah. Interesting they shot it in the spring. That makes no sense to me. Like, well, it's funny because it's set in the Midwest in the fall, and it was filmed in the spring in Pasadena, California. What? Yeah. Oh, <laughs> damn. I think it had a good fall tone to it, though. No, yeah, no. I thought that was Chicago in the fall. Nope. It's in California. And I thought, okay, Chicago in the spring. I, like I, I think it's Pasadena, but it's definitely in California. Wow. I think the idea was, huh. let's make this movie in the spring so that it's ready by Halloween. If you know what I mean. Probably. Yeah. Maybe just yeah. shout it out in a few months. Like, I gotta get this out. <laughs> I, I love Midwest horror movies I think that's why I'm so infatuated with It Follows is because it feels so fresh from what it's become Every everything's movies are always on either coast you never really hear about something in the middle mm-hmm. especially in a city like Detroit hmm. there are a few exceptions but how many movies can you think of that were filmed in Detroit or Pittsburgh or even Cleveland Cincinnati St. Louis well, Cincinnati's like on the rise man apparently like we stuff's just being just filmed, filmed here all week? the time like Old Man and the Gun coming out with Robert this Robert Redford I forget who directed it, but um, that was one in Newport. No shit. Yeah. Wow. Like, there's a bank robbery scene in yeah, Newport. It's just one downtown, isn't the, it? The um, Ted Bundy or uh, fuck, uh, Jeffrey Dahmer movie was. Yeah, Jeff that Ron. was filmed at the Pepper. There's a scene Bundy. at the Pepper Pod. I go there all the time. Where's the Pepper? Is that in Oak it's York? in Newport. Should probably oh, censor okay. this out. I don't want anyone knowing where I live. <laughs> <laughs> I'll just say Cincinnati generally. <laughs> um, Fort Counts. But um. Yeah. Exciting shit. Cincinnati's a good backdrop. You know, you can make a conform to any time period because there's so much old shit lying around. And it's a cheap city to film in, I bet, because they're just begging for people to come. Yep. Yep. It'll be a different city. Oh, yeah, for sure. Dude, I can just imagine, like, a horror film set in the OTR dot building we went to. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, like, that was terrible. Like, I, I went on top of, like, you know... We should shoot a horror movie over the rain. That'd be awesome. It'd be so easy. I just want to make the a The scariest part of the movie would just be, like, the backdrop of all these bombed-out old, old you know, row houses. Oh, definitely. It'd be a character in the film. Like, all these hills where, like, we could just do That's these, like... another thing. So like, weird down points. So you could make it so disorienting. Like, if you didn't... Even... All the time I see photos of the city taken from different weird angles and vantage points. I'm like, where the fuck is that? Like, mm-hmm. yeah. I, it's a big city. It's not that big. So. Hmm. 
I don't want to go further down this rabbit hole. Do we have anything else to say about Halloween? I'm excited uh, for the new one. I want there to be more gore. There will I be. I think there can be. It's a horror movie in 2018. You can't really have a movie True. without it. I like it. It just won't sell. Good Gore can be done well. No, I'm not saying it shouldn't have it. I'm saying if it doesn't have it, no one's going to want to see it. Unless you're like a huge John Carpenter fan and just want to see it because his name's on it. <laughs> Um, I'm excited. I'll just say I'm excited to see the new one compared to this, and I, I recommend this, like especially if you're new to horror. It's who a classic is, for sure. Who is the new director? Can we look that up? Uh, it's some I don't know who it is. His name's like Ray Greenwood or something. Huh? Has he done anything else to, that we've seen? Let's find out. I told Colin this a while ago, but I'm a little worried because it's a Blumhouse production and they're kind of hit or miss from what I've heard. They but when they do hit, hit, it's a big hit. David mm-hmm. Gordon Green is the director. He has also directed... Tangerine. Ha, just kidding. Are you shitting me? God, <laughs> dude, that movie sucks. <laughs> it's pissed. No, he hasn't directed anything major. Oh, he directed Pineapple Express. <laughs> So we'll see how that turns out. Well, that was good. <laughs> it better not be funny. I don't want to laugh. That's the only thing on here that I even recognize from his 22 listings on IMDb. So this is... Sorry, Gabe. Minus Carpenter doing the score because he had... seems like it might be a bit of a shot in the dark. It could go either way. I think no matter what it is, it's going to be a good time. Yeah, I don't think we're going to go in there expecting something philosophically mind-blowing or anything like that. So, I mean, as long as it's entertaining. I wonder where they're going to film it. Or where they did film it. Like, because from what I've heard, like, uh, H2O, like, I heard, like, it wasn't that scary, but it was just a fun time watching Jamie Lee Curtis just, like, beat the complete crap out of Michael Myers. I, I saw that, I think, when I was in high school. I remember it being pretty scary, and it was gory. Mm-hmm. And there were good jump outs, and I mean, it was just all around. It just felt like a really well-rounded horror film. I think that's what horror films have to be right now, because, like... We've seen so many bad ones. Mm-hmm. I mean, like, the Leprechaun series from yeah. Jennifer Aniston. Right. One of them is, like, Leprechaun in the Hood, or something like that. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Rock. Huh. All right. Uh... There's nothing else to say. I guess we can wrap up here. Um, whoever's listening right now, thank you. This is the first time I've ever tried to do anything like this. Yeah. So I hope Same. it turns out all right. Be critical. Let us know if you want more fart sound effects. Yeah, just... If it sucks and I upload it, just... We give this movie a out of 10 rating. What do you... What would you give this movie? Oh, that's tough. I'd probably give it a 6 or a 7. I'm thinking the same thing, honestly. I'm going to give it an 8 or a 9 for being that innovative. Even still today, I mean, you don't see... The way he's holding the camera, I don't know. It's just amazing. I think that's why I like John Carpenter so much. And why I think he's... He's a little bit of a hero to me in that I've always wanted to make films, but I don't know a dick about it. John Carpenter, his, his, his movies just seem so accessible because he makes something out of nothing. Yeah, for sure. Mm-hmm. Cool. All right, well, again, thank you, anyone who's listening to this. Um, 
I must admit I feel awkward not directly talking to anyone right now. But that I'm sure I'll get over we that love time. You. Yeah. We love you very much. We're approaching forty minutes for this conversation, which I think is pretty awesome. I've yeah. had a good time talking with you guys, so thank you for being here with me. Um, again, I said this at the beginning, but I'm here with my friend Gabe, my friend Colin, and my friend Tori. Um, hopefully I can get together with them sometime soon and we can do this again. But um, I guess the tentative name for this is I Don't Have a Film Degree. <laughs> so I guess that's what I'll call it for now, unless I think of something better. Um, Caught millennials bitching about things they don't understand. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just for a short time. Yeah, maybe we should. But, um. We'll, we'll, we'll figure it out. But, um, I don't know how to end this. So, I'm just gonna say thank you for listening for the third time. Um, I. So, I'm going to be. I'm going to be covering the new Venom movie. So that's going to be hilarious. <laughs> it's going to be trash, and I can't wait. Apparently there's a scene in that where Tom Hardy makes out with the Venom symbiote. <laughs> <laughs> so I am very excited to see that. I want to shoot you. For all of her own reasons. It'll be a similar style of this. I'm going to record my, I think my friend Drew's anticipations, and then our reactions. You guys should film the, the review in the, in the bathroom. <laughs> the stall. And just keep the soap coming out so it just interrupts the <laughs> interrupts the sound every two seconds. Um, this movie was shit. <laughs> Alright. We keep talking. This thing needs to... It's like Thank you. Good we, night. We're keeping the AC yeah. off. So Good it's really hot in here. It's hot. Um, so we're going to be signing off. Thank you for listening for the fourth time. Fifth. Fifth time. And we are signing off. We will see you next time. Love you. I'll see you. Good afternoon, good evening, and good night.